We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think year three, we're getting that Willie Gay breakout year. I think this is the year. I think it's there. I think it's coming. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in possible. This 21 questions. Uh, some of them are about the Chiefs, some of them are about a lot of different things. Can't wait to answer them with my dear pal Matthew Lane. This is 21 questions presented by Macadoodles, our dear friends there. Uh, I'm sipping on uh, an old fashioned actually with some bourbon you can get at Macadoodles. Matthew, what, what you sipping on here? I, I got a little gin and tonic. Uh, you know, I wish I got the gin from Macadoodles because that's the best place to get wine, spirits, any of your liquor needs. So you guys in Kansas City, you're in luck. You guys got one coming here very, very soon nearby. So you guys got to make sure you get out there when that happens. Check it out. It's a fantastic experience for everybody. You will not be disappointed. And then you can join Kent and I in uh, enjoying an adult beverage late at night as you record your second podcast of an evening. Yeah, this is actually my third today, my third podcast, not my third old fashion. Uh, Hollywood. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, make sure you uh, you check out the the new location opening in Lee Summit here uh, later this year. It, Maddie used the word experience. He is absolutely right. That is exactly what it is. They are they treat you well. They are open and honest with you. It's it's great, and and they take care of their customers. So make sure you check it out. Um, we ask questions in the KC Sports Network Discord. Uh, you can get access to that if you are a paid subscriber of KC Sports Networks. It's thirty dollars a year. Um, it, you it all, you know you get all of our premium content. You're getting tons of uh, articles from me and Maddie and Craig. Um, you're getting access to this Discord. You're getting access to ask these questions. Thirty dollars a year, and you're helping support 
uh, Boys and Girls Club of Kansas City. So uh, make sure you check that out if you want. The, the link to subscribe to our Substack is in the description of this show. But let's go ahead and get to some of the questions from our wonderful friends uh, that have asked some questions. We'll start with A. James 92. How worried uh, are you about these injuries? I'm assuming he's meaning, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, McCole Hardman, Chris Jones. How worried are you, Matthew? Not not worried yet. Um, we'll see kind of how it goes into next week, the third preseason game and beyond. But right now, everything sounds minor as far as injuries go. So, you know, we're going to we're going to let it ride for now before we start getting, I think, two up in arms. Uh our buddy Joel Penfield does some wonderful coverage with the Royals. He asks, uh, what position would we want to see Vinny Pasquantino play? And I'll be honest with you. And this is not Who? Vinny Pasquantino, the first baseman for the Kansas City Chiefs or Kansas City Royals, who's absolutely tearing it up lately. He was the Did he take AL... over for um, Ken Harvey or uh, Mike Sweeney. Did he finally beat them out. Billy Butler. It's Billy Butler. Um oh. Look, I nope. love I love me so I love me some uh, Vinny Pasquantino. He's 6'4", 245 pounds. I I think the only answer is tight end. I don't think there's a ton of positions that he's really gonna like. You know, I, I I don't think his movement skills are great, but I think he's you know a guy that has shown the ability to track the ball well. So I think you put him in line, you let him block a little bit. Uh, he's probably you know let him catch the football a little bit too. I look. Baseball's got some tremendous athletes. I don't think football's in Vinny Pasquantino's uh, range of professional. Does outcomes. baseball? Does it? Fish asks, it? if you could ask anyone alive or dead 21 questions, who would they be and what would you focus on? Oh, my Lord. This is a very deep, real. Could you have one? You semi read these ahead of time. So like, you go first. Give me a second to ponder a real question. I, uh, I would, uh, I'd, it's, it's between Andy and Mahomes. I think it's, it's probably Andy. I, I just so many, I would love to pick his brain and pick his beautiful offensive mind. I know that's some, I'm, I'm, I'm a meathead, but like, I, I would love to talk to Andy Reid and ask him football questions and ask him 21 football questions to be specific. Oh man, this is this is such like a loaded question. I really want to do stray outside of like the football world, but like I don't I don't know if I have enough. <laughs> you like, would thought. You, it would totally be like Belichick. No, 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 no. Really, like if this was real life and I got to do this, I would stray. I would one hundred percent stray outside of football. I just oh no no. You know what it is? And this is one. And this is kind of silly, but like uh, Keanu Reeves. And I just want to know about his lifestyle <laughs> because this man, if you know anything about Keanu Reeves life, like the, the fact that he gives away all of his money, he lives in like, you know, I'm sure it's still expensive and really nice, but like a, a, just a, an apartment. And like, it's just his general lifestyle and beliefs on the world seem rather intriguing. So like, I just want to be here a little bit more about it. Um, you know, these kinds of things that I, I, I would like to dive into. I, I, I no. I, I, you're like, I want to shy away from football. Let me go yes. with the guy that starred in Bill and Ted's most excellent adventure. That's, that's I didn't the, say it would. Okay. One, a big thing. If I'm asking somebody 21 questions, it's gotta be fun. Right. So like, it can't be somebody's dry sandpaper. Like it's not working here for 21 questions. Like this is, this is gonna be a fun experience, but two, I think he thinks differently than I do. I think it would be a fun conversation to have to see where he comes from and his thought process on stuff and learn a little bit of things from somebody else's perspective. Kent, be a grown up. Casey from Casey Nerd. asks, what position do you think that she's potentially buttress 
with players cut from other NFL squads. So who do you think maybe maybe a position the Chiefs could address in the waiver wire? Offensive tackle, hopefully. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm cool with Garrett Christian. I actually think he's fine. Like, I have no qualms with him as a backup tackle, but, like, I don't have a ton of faith in him. Lucas, the, the combination of Lucas Niang or Andrew Wiley as a starter with the combination of Darian Kennard and Garrett Christian as the, like, sole backup options at tackle, I think if somebody is cut that the Chiefs had maybe liked before, it wouldn't be a crazy idea to see them brought in. Uh, Q-Ball44 asks, what is the earliest round you would draft Pacheco's, uh, Isaiah Pacheco in the fantasy, in fantasy? I actually wrote an article about f- some players that I thought the were good values potentially in fantasy football and Isaiah Pacheco made it. Uh, I'm not going to pat myself on the back too much just because, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to pat myself a little bit. This was before the love really, the, the hype really started to pick up. And I said I would draft him. I still would draft him. I'd make sure to grab him at the end of you know your draft. I don't think you need to get too outlandish, but I do think the stock is even higher than when I wrote the article was. Like I, I would look, you know, fourteenth, fifteenth round. Like that's probably around the range you start thinking about it a little bit, um, because I do think that there is a chance that he eats into Clyde Edwards-Alaire's opportunities uh, a little bit more as the season progresses, and. Um, I mean, if if you're in a dynasty league, this is a guy I'd keep an eye on too. Um, Casey from Casey asked, do you think the Chiefs showcase any players in the second half of preseason games to potentially increase their trade value, Matthew? No, I don't think you're going to see a trade from the Chiefs or any team at this point in time of the year. So I don't think they're going to go into a preseason game doing that. I think if anything... You might see some veterans get a little bit more runtime that the Chiefs know they're going to cut to let them put their best foot forward to sign with another team, perhaps. Andy would do something like that for players, but I I don't think anything would be for trades. Andy Nagel asks, Kent, what did you do to Maddie that he always screws you out of winning games when you play them? Never has happened. He's never been screwed out of winning a game. I want to be very clear about that. He's lost every game. He's never been screwed out of it. He asked me. I, I was think, clarifying. I, I think was you clarifying. somehow. I think you somehow still answered the question. <laughs> I was clarifying. So Andy Nagel also asked, "What is a surprise Pro Bowler from both sides of the ball?" Sky Moore. Returner? On offense, wide receiver. Ooh. Wide receiver. I mean, I. I mean, you could I, any receiver. I maybe maybe any receiver would count as a surprise. Like Juju might count as a surprise, but like, I'm not going to be surprised if Juju does. <laughs> Like I, yeah. if, if things play right, Juju's going to be a, a an all pro or a pro bowl receiver. Like that is a, in the range of outcomes, but like a, a deep surprise, like sky Moore goes out and balls out. I think it's in his range of outcomes that he has a very successful career or season two. I got defense. defense. Willie yeah. gay. Willie gay. I think um, we're at the point of time, the NFL, the media who gets to control a lot of the pro bowl stuff understands what a coverage linebacker is. So even if the stats aren't as gaudy as some other stuff, when you have a guy that is athletic as Willie Gay that flies around the field, maybe we'll have some nice highlight interceptions, some nice highlight picks, maybe collect a sack or two, have good tackle for loss numbers because of that athleticism. That builds a broad enough like um, stand to make this Pro Bowl wave. And I think year three, we're getting that Willie Gay breakout year. I think this is the year. I think it's there. I think it's coming. So I think Willie Gay might be able to slip in there. The AFC linebacker group is loaded, though. It really is. It's hard to get the Pro Bowl. 
Uh, I think you could. I, would, would would Nick Bolton be a surprise to you? That's the hard part. Um, because last year the statistical profile is close enough that if you right. expand the plays, the snap count, he can maybe get there. Well, but- I do. I think the holdup is the media is getting more keen to coverage and what that means for a linebacker. And I don't know if Nick Bolton will have the highlights in coverage or the production in coverage to back a voting to the Pro Bowl of his. My only pushback would be like from a tackles number perspective, he got on the map last year. It's possible. And they always say you're you you get to a Pro Bowl one year too late and you leave the Pro Bowl voting one year or what you get the yeah, you one year too early or something. Like I you you I you know you know what exactly I meant. He <laughs> oh, I think one Willie year would late, be a bigger surprise. He's Nick Bolton's one year late getting to the to the party at the Pro Bowl and one year uh late leaving is what it is. Like I think Willie Gay would be a bigger surprise. That's why I was also going that route too. But I think the coverage aspect plays a part. But I think that be like you said, Nick Bolton got that push for the defensive rookie push and then like all these things because of the stat line. I think Willie Gay coming out and being and people being like, oh, this guy was better than Nick Bolton, who also has 800 tackles for loss or whatever it may be. Like, so I think he just create lands on the bigger surprise aspect. Cue ball 44. Should we expect the same slow start for the defense this year? Seems like they are much better after week 10 or 11. <laughs> Probably. And so, uh, you know, so you got a bunch of young guys learning new stuff. They are going to have to figure out all of Steve Spagnuolo's calls, adjustments, you don't always want to have to wait for your defensive coordinator to call in an adjustment from the sideline to your mic, who then has to relay it to everybody else, but they might. So yeah, it might be something that they build into later in the season. Um, Kit, I didn't have to ask you a question. You don't, do you listen to 21 questions when you're not on it? No. Okay. Christian Gumminger asks you, if you get a tailgate with Craig, Bat, Maddie, BJ, and Tucker, what are you putting everybody in charge of during the tailgate? And specifically, what are you in charge of? I'm scared to answer this question. Food, music, drinks, and games. Those are some examples. Uh, I am putting myself. Uh, I'm probably if Bearcat's here. I'm putting him in charge of food. He's I, not here. It's us four. I'll put. Uh, I'll put myself in charge of food, and I will. I will have a, a delightful smoked pull, pulled pork butt ready, because last I checked, I don't think you smoke too much very often, Matthew. Uh, I'm taking Bearcat's advice on all this. I'm gonna have a nice pork butt ready and ready to roll for us. I will take care of the food. Oh wait, you went to my house last year. We had a barbecue. Guess who cooked? Me. Was it delicious? Yes. I don't. Don't. No. You don't get. To, y'all don't get to slander me. You don't get to slander me. Some of my food takes may not align with all of your values, but I still can cook a, a mean pork butt. I'm putting Craig in charge of drinks. For obvious reasons, Craig would have been second on food. BJ, I am putting uh, in charge of everything else because I don't trust you or Tucker. Uh, Trent Millsap, what's your least favorite food, and would you eat it exclusively for a week to guarantee a cheese Super Bowl win for the season? Anything that Kent suggests, and absolutely not. <laughs> what? Um, I, I do any of my pork butt. I am notoriously not a fan of like most white gelatinous foods, ranch dressing, sour cream, 
uh, anything else you can lump into this na- mayonnaise, any of these nasty, nasty things, would I eat them exclusively for a week? Do you want me to go Will Levis and start putting mayo into my coffee to ensure the Chiefs win a Super Bowl? Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm not a big ginger or soy guy. And so yeah, this guy. A- and I'm not a big, like, so some of the Asian cuisine, like some Asian cuisine I like, some Asian cuisine I don't like. I like Thai food. Uh, I'm not a big fan of like your sh- super sweet uh, Chinese food. If I had to eat a bunch of super sweet Chinese food. In charge of food, he says. In charge I, of food, he says. How, how many times have you been to a tailgate and eaten Chinese food? God, I would love to, though. No, you. That would be phenomenal. No, no, I, no you would rather have pulled pork. You're you're lying if you would say otherwise. Why not both? Uh you you would be able to eat both. Yeah, I'd I'd eat I'd I'd deal with some, you know, super sweet Chinese food uh for a whole for a whole week for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. There's no no doubt about that. Um so Casey from Casey asked, what percentage of snaps do you think Leo Chanel will play early or will earn this year? Oh goodness. Um I have to go quickly look and see how much um their typical Sam linebacker plays cuz that's going to be my answer. I think he is going to be their Sam linebacker. I think he is going to take the majority of those reps. However, I have to find defensive snap counts quickly go down. What did Willie Gay play last year? God, this website that I'm on is so difficult to deal with. Um we're going to say 27% of the snaps for the defensive side of the ball. That sounds about right. Keith McLean asks, does Jalen Watson make the initial 53 or does he lose the spot to Chris Lamont? I think he's making the roster. We talked about that on the 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 preview, the game preview uh, edition uh, of the uh, Chiefs Commanders game. I, I think Jalen Watson's making this team. I think he can really solidify it if he puts another strong performance together. But man, there's so many things to like about what he put on tape to the point where another team is going to look at, at what he put on tape that maybe has less talent than the Chiefs do and say, yeah, I'll take a swing on a long athletic guy with a, some physicality uh, and, and a little bit of ball production there. Yeah, no, I, I would be very concerned about this team losing Jalen Watson uh, if uh, if he does get hit the open market. Chris Lamonts might make the team, but I don't think it's Jalen Watson's spot that he steals. He'll, 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 somebody else will, uh, will, will definitely yeah, take that. I think you get two of DiCaprio Boodle, Jalen Watson, and Chris Lamonts. I think Watson with another good performance in a preseason game kind of cements his role because you don't want to lose him to trying to get on the practice squad. And therefore it becomes Boodle versus LeMond's somebody that can operate as a slot corner versus somebody who can't play defense at all. Uh, We got asked what would be the most evenly matched two versus two basketball game between the KCS and staff. Oh my gosh. Yikes. Ridiculous. I mean... (laughs) Okay, no, I got this. I I actually have this answer. It would be Craig and who do we think is better at basketball, Tucker or BJ? BJ. Okay, Craig and BJ versus Kent and I, because I could carry Kent to a victory no matter who we were up against. Like, I could make it work. I I could beat those two one-on-two, I think. Hey, look, I was shooting on a a rim uh, in Newark, New Jersey uh, a week and a half ago. And the jumper is still alive. The the shot off the bounce still works. I can still shoot off my back leg. There's enough tricks there. You're not going to have to carry me. And, you know. I, this man sent me a message that said, I went on a bike ride today and I am dead. 
Kit, how long was your bike ride? Oh, it was the guy said it was about eight miles, but it was ten. So it was I, eleven. Was, okay, sorry, eleven. It was eleven. It was hey, Kit, not uphill. Was it, was it up a mountain or like mountain biking? It was no, uh, around it was a lake. <laughs> it was around a lake. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're dealing with here. Multiple terrains, and the seat was uncomfortable. I'm just, you know, <laughs> how was, this, was your bike though? Was it a nice bike or was it a bad bike? It was a very nice bike that I was borrowing. It was a smooth uh, ride. Yeah, I, it was a very nice bike that I was easy borrowing. to pedal. Uh no, I still wasn't. Yeah, we'll we'll keep we'll keep going. Mike Denny asked, "Kent, what's what club in your golf bag scares you the most?" It's my five iron. Like, and my brother can like nail a fire and that's like his money club i can't swing a five iron to save my life i don't like swinging a five iron i'm terrified of it it never goes well and it just it's 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 gross it's just not good uh i i'm getting better with it but it's still it's scary we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Nate CH32, if the league and all the D, all these DCs are trending to more odd front looks and getting heavier for gap and a half, should that influence the Chiefs' decision to pay Chris Jones into his 30s? Or is he a good enough pass rusher long-term to justify a contract? Also, does this affect his trade market? Great questions, Nate. I don't think that Chris Jones fits into that model of defense if you're looking at a whiteboard. The thing is, I do think he is just good enough as a pass rusher that I don't know if it particularly matters. Should it matter to the Chiefs, who notoriously don't pay older players? Probably. I don't know if Chris Jones is the right player to go ahead and be the one to break the mold and saddle up into an older player on a huge payday. I just don't know if he's that guy, especially when you look through some of the lack of playoff production, it, you know, the production being a little bit inconsistent from game to game or drive to drive. So like I, for the Chiefs specifically, I don't think it's a scheme fit thing. I just don't know if he's the player worthy of bucking that trend. League-wide though, I don't think it'll be a big deal. There's like plenty of teams out there that will happily pay, pay 30-year-old pass rushers a lot of money. I don't. I think that Chris Jones is good enough that scheme specificity would not impact his overall market. Maybe for certain teams, but not for enough teams to matter. JL uh, asks, "What do y'all think of this season of Hard Knocks, and what do you think of the former <laughs> player coaching staff?" If I've watched it, I don't know if you've watched it, Maddie. I don't watch Hard Knocks. 
I've loved this season of Hard Knocks. I love Dan Campbell. His intensity is hilarious. It's fun to watch. Um, we actually, so one of the guys that they profiled on the first episode a little bit uh, was Aiden Hutchinson was in a, on a cold tub talking to Obina Easy about his background. Obina Easy, uh, me and him have a weird connection. Uh, we both, uh, both of our uh, head coaches at high school and my for me in college were uh, the same guy, Jonathan Quinn. So we had like a connection there. It's kind of cool to see him doing his thing. The former player coaching staff is awesome. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how it all works, you know, like if, if they're able to kind of pull it together as a unit. But there are some things that being a former player, especially in some of these cases, a more recent former player, there's a ton of value in that and in, in a certain air of respect that comes with being a former player, especially there's a lot of success in that group. Mark Brunel. Aaron Glenn, like those are some dudes. Deuce Staley, I I would play for Deuce Staley. I think he's an outstanding coach. Like I think he's transcended being a player uh, and, and being just a, a wonderful coach. I, some of his little like one, there was like a, he pulled uh, he pulled DeAndre Swift aside, and he, they're trying to get the most out of him, right? And he pulled him aside about a, a coaching point he was about to bring up to him, and he told he's like DeAndre said he told DeAndre he was like, hey, you coach me here. What was it? You know. Just there was some there's some small tactics there. I just was I came to really appreciate his communication style and his his coaching style. I thought were, um, you know, really interesting. Uh, no chicken tonight asks. Uh, does Danny Shelton fit well on the defensive line? Doesn't fit well a lot of places. You seen this man's size? Thank <laughs> you. Um, he doesn't. I think he, he's he doesn't fit in the doorway. He's he's a he's a mountain of a man. I don't know how they found a jersey he fits into. Um, they sewed I two like together. Danny. I like Danny Shelton's fit for this team as a backup nose tackle. I think it makes a lot of sense. I can also see the Chiefs trying to piece together the defensive line room with Colin Saunders and um, Taylor Stallworth being your backup nose tackles and just trying to play a very heavy penetration-style defense under Steve Spagnuolo if something is to happen to Derek Nottie. I still, however, would prefer to keep Danny Shelton for that exact reason to have him around. Andrew Hunter. Should Brett Veach and friends bring back D Rob? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, uh, I think what the, the only bring back quote unquote I could see happening is if uh he winds up on the practice squad. That seems like a, a highly logical practice squad addition, special teams, uh, experience, you know, experience within the offense. I don't think you're losing much by adding a guy like him. The, the practice rods of rosters have expanded uh, who they allow, um, you know, into, you know, like the rules on, on veterans. I think everything like I, I could I, I'm fine with burning a practice squad spot on him. I mean, you can do worse pulling somebody off the street, Matt K. What is your go-to move in a one-on-one -on -one pickup basketball game? I, Ooh. I know yours and I think, what? you know, mine. You want to answer mine? You think that you can shoot. So it has something to do with that, but like, you I, and, I don't you know. and you think you can finish down on the, on the block. You think oh, not, not only my go -to can you move though. I mean, I, I, would I do that to you? Yes, but that's not going to be, that's not my go-to move. I, listen, I just need to get to the right high block 
I don't know. Once I get there, I don't have a singular go-to move, but I have a lot of stuff that I feel very confident executing from the high right block. I got a couple different variations of a hook shot. I can spin and drive and finish with either hand from there. And then I have a nice little Dirk fade if you would play up and I'm going inside. Like I got plenty of ways to score from the right high block. So if I get there, especially on somebody who is not significantly taller than me, I, I feel very, very confident. He asked for one. You yeah, gave him right, every move possible from I the just, right. That's what I said. That's my yeah. I, I feel confident there, man. Feel very confident at the right high block. What's your step back? You think you got a step back game? I have. I mean, I, I, I have a good. I have a good three point shot. Like I just don't give me space. You better. You got. You better crowd me. But I'm good. I'm very good off the dribble mid range. I have a very good mid range jumper. So. uh you can you can take that to the bank. Um, <laughs> October, we're finding out. I so I was like, I was at a bachelor party this weekend, and one of the guys I was with, uh, he had some buddies. One of, some of his buddies like listened to the show, and he he had him tell me that it was Jake Stack's bachelor party too. By the way, congratulate Jake's getting married in a couple months. But Shout one of our Jake. one of our buddies back in the day from college, some of his friends like said that they had their mortgage on me to win in one-on-one so uh, well, i feel bad for that guy yeah i uh i i still feel all right about it b hudson october what has gotten you all the most excited for this season and the future of the chiefs uh this offseason training camp cycle football starting i don't know they just it was a switch a couple weeks ago right around when camp was starting it just woke up that day you knew camp was starting everything happened i don't even any of specifics it was just that time of year and just my very nerdy body was just like oh and brain was like it's ready it's time i couldn't be more excited i think seeing the young guys in the first preseason game helped i do think seeing trent mcduffie sky Moore, george karloff this joshua Jalen, all these guys actively excite yeah yeah all these guys actively excite with what they were able to do on the field i think that really helps because like it's fun to watch don't get me wrong i love watching all the other players the veterans travis kelsey patrick like these guys are awesome to watch but getting new guys that weren't here before and then feeling excited about them on top of what's already there like that's the final like i guess uh, nail in the coffin uh yeah there's some fresh blood there on on offense and defense like that's just kind of fun to watch like i I, the rookie class is largely what is kind of geeking me out you know i'm just i i i love you know i think we were all so excited about this draft class to start and now we know that like you know like i think we're all just like i don't validate is not the right word because it's way too early for that but like i think we all feel very good about the reasons we were excited like, I think the traits that we got excited about have shown themselves, and that makes us kind of, you know, it makes me at least kind of excited about the future of this football team. Uh, hindsight is 2020, and you can't change the past. But what if you could get a little help from your future self? Maybe you'd ask to borrow a little cash. Now you can with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have you stressing uh, without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. 
For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. Future uh, future you will thank you. Um, Zach Eisen asks, more likely to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, Trent McDuffie or George Karloftis? Karloftis, because edge rushers win this award more frequently than cornerbacks do. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, and I mean, it's not, it, that's not just like saying, yeah, hey, Karloftis hasn't been, Karloftis has shown some things. I don't think, yeah. I don't think he's going to win defensive rookie of the year, but like, I mean, he's heading the right direction as a football player. And like, there's, a I think he should be on a list. Yeah. He should be on the list from what we've seen. And I guess like the path to Trent McDuffie doing it requires people to target him a crazy amount. His lack of length not to show up as an issue as a rookie produced a ridiculous amount of plays on the football including probably a lot of interceptions, whereas Karloffis' path is essentially just um, Chiefs score points on offense, and defense yeah. has to rush the passer, and he just has a motor that doesn't stop deep into the fourth quarter. Like, right? Like, it's just a lot simpler path. Do you know what? I bet George, I bet George Karloffis drinks coffee. You know that? And trade coffee. Yeah, trade coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them, much like George Karloffis is about to be the largest source of growth in the sack department for the Chiefs. Uh, trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters. Small businesses who pay farmers fair price, prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Right now, Trade is offering... New subscribers, a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash KCSN. That is more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash KCSN and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash KCSN for $30 off. Uh, KC from KC asks, Lamont's why <laughs> tobed. tobed Dave Tobe my Lose man Marcus Kemp I guess like to get rid of Marcus Kemp the pill you have to take is keeping Chris Lamont's maybe Chris Lamont's was such a late ad too you know like well <laughs> you know well uh, yeah that too Thanks. uh yeah yeah good <laughs> Tucker mark that Ross Sawyer asks, is Leo Chanel the new Dirty Dan? No, because I think that, I don't think that Leo Chanel's game is going to center around making some random, timely, effort-level plays or lucky I'm in the right spot kind of plays that are going to, you know, like propel him into this weird, lovable spot that Dan Sorensen got to. Sorensen made a lot of really good, timely plays in high-leverage games that made people forget about all the bad. I think if anything, Chanel is going to do a lot of stuff that goes underappreciated in general that makes him a lot more consistent and steadily good player and maybe not have the high-end game-flipping stuff. Right, like setting an edge and kind of yeah. closing the gap out. You know, like yeah, some he still of might stuff. become really good. It's just like the the pot. I don't think that he's ever just going to be like a 
flash in the pan for a game kind of guy. He's a guy that's going to give you five really good plays that aren't going to be sexy rather than right. one really good play that is sexy, if that makes sense. The uh, the newest member to the team uh, at KCSN, Kay Gumminger, Ooh. Christian Gumminger. Welcome to the squad, buddy. We're so happy to have you here. But he asked if there's room for Aldalberto Mondesi on the baby Royals next season. Yeah, but I don't know if they're going to bend their will to make him fit either perfectly you know like he might be relegated to some kind of bench role potentially or you know that he might just be a guy that they just fit in a couple different places if there's injuries or something like that i think they're gonna you know give some other guys some runway at least that's i would and that actually might help his body as he's you know trying to survive a full season which has been obviously like one of the things that's kept him from achieving his goal people don't realize like how talented he is like he's an uber talented baseball player um, I mean, Maddie could put 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 a game on and realize that probably because that's you know Maddie Maddie. One time we were <laughs> the last time might have been like the last time we were all together was Maddie, Maddie. We were was it for the draft? Was that the last time I've seen you in person? Yeah, it it was the draft. Yeah, it was when I was in Kansas City for the draft. And, and yeah, I accidentally yeah, you could tell. It's, he, it's well, you watched the Royals call. for like three innings and you had takes on them, and all the takes were pretty accurate. It was like Michael Taylor looks like a really good defensive player that can't hit. <laughs> and he was right. Although Michael Taylor's hit a little bit better. Maybe, maybe you, uh, maybe you jinxed him. Um, I watched him field one fly ball, not even take a swing at the bat. So, you know, no, yeah, he didn't even watch him hit. No chicken tonight asks, will the chiefs have three players with at least 100 yards receiving in the same game this year? Hint someone on the team has already been part of it before. I'm guessing it's Juju. Maybe. maybe I, MDS. I mean, did nobody do it? Did the Chiefs never do it with Sammy, Tyreek, and Kelsey? I'd be surprised. I don't think so. I feel like to get three with 100, it's got to be a running back. And, like, yeah, it's been a while since the Chiefs have probably hit a guy with 100 yards. Like, have three wide receivers or tight ends with 100 yards, like, your quarterback's probably pushing well into the fours. Um, no, I don't think it'll happen this year. I would be a little surprised. I think to do that, like I said, I think it takes a running back. The only way I'd feel comfortable making that is a running back does it, and I don't know if the Chiefs will ever feature a running back in the passing game enough to do that. I think you can do it with three receivers. Three pass catchers, sorry. Travis Kelsey gets his. Right. Juju gets his. One of MVS or McColl breaks a big one that pushes them close to 100 yards. I think that's the formula. So you you get a big you get a big explosive seventy five yard play from a Cole, and then he gets a tack pass later than in the game that runs for you know twenty, and then you get you know another standard slip screen. There's his hundred, and then Travis Kelsey and Juju. Like if you told me, do you, uh, Travis Kelsey and Juju getting a hundred yards each in a game like that doesn't seem that surprising, right? No. So. Okay, now you just add some kind of big explosive play to the mix, and I think you could put yourself well into the well into the picture. I I don't know. It's just it's hard for me to swallow a pill where you have three like just receivers, and I'm including tight ends with receivers getting over a hundred yards. I mean, even three players in general, like that's automatically you're chalking up a hundred three hundred yards to your quarterback. You gotta figure some other guys are gonna catch passes, especially the way this offense is gonna go. 
I mean, is no like you're looking at probably like a 400 to 450 yard passing game with the way this happens. Now that it's impossible. Yeah, it's I just, mean, and if without one thing a we, guy going this, off like if that. we've learned if we've learned if we've learned one thing about Patrick Mahomes, it's that he's incapable of you know throwing for 450 yards. Uh, that's definitely not in his range of outcomes. How often do you think this happens in the NFL? I don't know. It can't I, be that often, right? I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it happens, you know, a couple times a year. I yeah. you think a couple times a year, you think? Yeah. Oh, I feel like it's a lot less common than that. Like I'm thinking like once every three to four oh, years. This is like a you think this is like a perfect game? I don't think so. Every three I I think it's pretty close. Man, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to we'll we'll save this for we'll save this for the next time we do 21 questions. That yeah, was we'll 21. Have to. Yeah, that's 21 questions presented by Macadoodles. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting KC Sports Network. Uh space is filling up on the golf tournament, so you want to make sure you get uh one of those tea times in there very quickly. Thank you all so much. We'll catch you later.